New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Dr. John Gray and Arjuna Arda. John Gray is the author of the groundbreaking book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And Arjuna Arda is a writer, public speaker. His latest book was Better Than Sex, The Ecstatic Art of Awakening Coaching. And together they have written the book, Conscious Men. John Arjuna, thank you for being with us on the New Dimensions Cafe. Mm, It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure as well. This is a huge book, I mean, as far as all the content that's available in it. And I want to start us off in focusing on anger. And just what is the difference between men and women and the way that they might express anger? Well, first of all, for women, women generally don't have permission to express anger. Okay, Men always had permission to express anger. Women didn't have permission to express anger. So women have a greater tendency to hold it inside. And then it builds up, and then it comes out at inappropriate times and inappropriate ways. Men as well. And inappropriate, would, you mean like very emotional, or, or what do you mean uh, it could come out. It can come out as passive aggression where the person you love is someone that you're not giving love to. This is what happened for me, because as a man, I'm way more on my, what we might call female side, and I'm a compassionate guy, I'm an empathetic guy, I'm a therapist, I'm a writer, I'm more introverted in that way. I also have a strong masculine side, and that's part of what our book is, is conscious men are, uh, make a choice. You know, am I expressing my male side now? Am I expressing my female side? When am I too far on the other side? And when Arjuna and I started researching the biology of men and women and how it's different, what we found is people did not understand men in the past. Okay, so we always associate men with aggression because the history is filled with aggressive men. However, we associated that with testosterone because testosterone is about 10 to 20, 30 times higher in men than women. It turns out that men become aggressive and get really angry their testosterone is actually turned into estrogen and they're on their female side. And we don't normally think of a man who's angry as on his female side. We think of a man who's angry as being very macho and strong and dominant and so forth. But actually it only arises in men from insecurity. When men have faced with a challenge, their testosterone levels will rise higher and higher. It gives them clarity, faster reaction time. It gives them a desire to be of service You know, when a guy's romantic, that's when his testosterone levels are the highest. And that's when I observed. I said, testosterone's our friend. Everything good about men happens when their testosterone goes up. It's really had a bad rap, though. It's got a bad rap. It's been completely misunderstood. And once we understand the science of our masculine side, our different biology between men and women, what we see is that for men, they don't get angry until they feel insecure. Women become angry just because they didn't get what they want. See, it's not necessarily a sign of insecurity. And women, if we look at, again, the biology in the brain, under moderate stress, okay, moderate stress, men tend to detach and not feel anything. Their testosterone goes up, their estrogen goes down. It's like, I've got a job to do, I've got to solve this, what's the best way to do it? 
For women under so they withdraw. They withdraw. So what women do under moderate stress is they want to connect more. Women are relationship-oriented more so than men. They have estrogen, which is a relationship-oriented hormone. So they want to, like, talk about it, share. They want to reveal what's inside of them and, and hear what's inside of somebody else. So that's all estrogen. So estrogen goes up in women's first reaction. And brain studies show that under moderate stress, women have eight times more blood flow to the emotional part of the brain. And depending on her temperament, she might feel sad, disappointed, afraid, or angry. And if she doesn't have permission to share those feelings, they get suppressed. Then when they get suppressed, her testosterone goes up and she becomes cold and defensive. So for women, when it's a big problem and they can't share themselves, they actually become less emotional. And for men, when it's a little problem, men become less emotional. And if he loses confidence, then suddenly he becomes very emotional and loses control and does things that he regrets later. So this is a whole world of understanding men and women. We had to write this book to help women understand what's going on inside of men. Exactly. So, so, all right. So the emotion is there. He's withdrawing. She's needing to connect even more. And he's pulling back and going into his cave. So what is the... What's the solution? Well, there's many levels of solution, but it all starts with understanding. Okay, so understanding what you're dealing with allows you to figure out what works. For me as a husband, what I have discovered that anytime I express anger in the presence of my wife, it will shut her down. There's nothing more terrifying to the fight or flight center in a woman's brain than an angry man. Think about historical perspective. When men get angry, bad things happen. Right. Okay. When women get angry, you just sleep on the couch. It's a whole... (laughs) The the man is asked to sleep on the couch. That's right. Right. So what men don't realize is the impact him becoming angry has on a woman's automatic reaction inside. It will shut a woman down. She cannot feel her feminine side, which has the ability to trust, the ability to appreciate, the ability to forgive mistakes, the ability to feel joy and happiness. When I'm joyful and happy, that's my feminine side. That's my female hormones being expressed. When I'm feeling alive and dedicated and focused, that's my masculine. So there's, we have these two sides in both men and women. But If you want to thrive in a relationship, men have to recognize that when you get angry, it's not a little thing. It's a big deal. Women don't forget it. It's like a trauma that happens to them. And men go, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. It doesn't just disappear that quickly. So when I understood the effect of anger, I said, okay, men... And men in the past were taught never to hit a woman, never to be angry at a woman. We, we actually training for men to become men was standing at attention in the army while you're being, in a sense, verbally abused and you're supposed to like stand at attention and suck it up. Now we got all these softy therapists out there telling men to express how you feel. She's often asking him, how do you feel? <laughs> and then his anger comes up. So what I've learned and what I teach men, and I know Arjuna teaches men as well, is that when you're angry, Don't express that to a woman. Take responsibility to transform it. How do you transform it? You temporarily disengage from the conversation. You just basically say, I need to think about this. Time out. You got to learn how to time out. Then he has to go and do something that will build his testosterone back up. Because I mentioned before, men, when they're angry, their testosterone is converting into estrogen. Estrogen is the emotional 
hormone and blood flow is now going to the emotional part of the brain in a man. So he has to disconnect temporarily from his emotions by doing something to help him detach. There's a variety of things he can do. We list all these different things. He can do push-ups. He can drive his car. He can listen to loud music. He can, you know, any, or meditate. You know, that's one of my techniques because that's my background until you calm the mind you rebuild your hormonal balance, then you reflect on, okay, how did I make that worse instead of how did she make that worse? Now, maybe she made it all up in your mind. You blame her for everything. Right. Still, then that's where you that's say- That's not helpful, It's though. not going to be helpful to go lay that on her. What's always helpful when you have complaints is turn your complaint into a request, but come from a place of love. People can hear you when you're not in a fight or flight mode. Whenever a man is angry, he's in a fight or flight mode. When a woman is angry, she's not even yet in the fight or flight mode. She's producing adrenaline as opposed to cortisol. When men are angry, they're making cortisol along with estrogen. So there's different biology associated with this. Now, anger in and of itself is not a bad thing. No, no, so you feel it. So, I'm not telling men not to, uh, okay. to be angry. You can't expect somebody not to be angry. People get angry when they're not getting what they want, when they feel mistreated, unappreciated, violated in some way. You feel your anger. You just don't dump it on somebody when you're mad at them. So men have a thing, which is, you know, sometimes if I'm angry with my wife, I go on a walk with a friend and I make jokes about it. You can't believe what she said. It's ridiculous. I'm a millionaire. My wife's complaining about me because I left the lights on I me. Mean, what kind of a person? You know, men laugh about it just like we're laughing about it now. That's men's way of venting those feelings with somebody who understands those feelings. I have a men's, I have two men's groups. You go to your men's group and you vent. You talk about what you want, but you do it from the point of view of I love my wife, but I'm venting those feelings. If I vent those feelings to her, it will just shut her down. She doesn't need to hear all that because that's not really my heart speaking. That's me stressed out. Whenever we're stressed, blood flows to the back part of the brain and not the front part of the brain, which is where we connect with who we really are. Okay. And the back part of the brain, we're just conditioned responses. We're monkeys. That's you know, a reptilian It's brain. reptilian and monkey brain. Yeah. The emotional part is more the mo monkey brain. And this is monkey see, monkey do. This is all conditioning from childhood. This is cultural conditioning. So when you're coming from that part of you, you're not being a conscious man. That's what this book is about. It's how to be a conscious man to recognize what are your automatic unconscious reactions and say, is that going to work? Does that not work? So what works is for me to always embrace my monkey brain because that's part of me and say, okay, what are you feeling? It's kind of like a child who doesn't understand the world, a child who's throwing a tantrum, a child who needs to be understood because always underneath anger is a desire to please, a desire to love, a desire to give. But when I want to give to you and then you don't give back to me, my monkey brain goes, well, then I'm not going to give to you. And that's what I found was the greatest source of pain and great source of my anger is I blame my wife for why I'm not loving her. She's not responsible why I don't love her. That's my ability. But how do you find that ability? So many people don't know how to come back to love. So what I'm hearing you say, John, is pause long enough to ask yourself the question, what is going to work here? What do I really want here? And, and will this work? That's exactly it. You summed it up perfectly. And there's, a, and there's an additional piece to that is, to, is that, that, that actually John brought to the book that I really appreciated is, is to ask, what is my unfulfilled need right now? Right? What is it? Because anger arises in the frustration of not getting your need met. You know, I, I need to feel respected. I need to feel heard. I need to. I need this pressure lifted from me. So you get angry because you didn't get what you needed. 
So there's this step of asking, what is it I need right now? And then a deeper level, which, which we put in the book, which I, I learned so, so deeply from, from John in this, in this instance, is, is to be able to give yourself permission to have that need met, to, 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 to get into a place of feeling, I deserve respect. You know, I deserve to be able to express myself free of pressure. When you come back to acknowledging that you deserve to have your needs met, the anger will often dissipate because you've, you come now from not an empowered place in terms of force, but a, a, a relaxed resting in a place of, of power. Yeah. And I'd love for the two of you to talk briefly about the need for men to get together in a way that sustains their relationships. Yeah, you know, Justine, I was raised um, only by my mother. My father was not there. And so um, I, you know, she did her very best, but naturally I was kind of skewed very much towards the feminine by my conditioning and also other things. So in 1988, which is quite some time ago now, I, that was the first time I joined a men's group. And I've been part of a men's group without any break ever since, sometimes part of two men's groups at the same time. And really being part of a men's group allowed me to cultivate conscious masculinity. Instead of, instead of conditioned masculinity, which I didn't have because my father wasn't there, I've discovered the cultivation of conscious masculinity. Now, one of the key ingredients for me about a men's group, and I've been part of many different men's groups, is actually structure, all right? Structure means that you, you know, you have a timer, right? You, 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 you're not just getting, when men get together and just hang out and chit chat, they can enjoy that. And that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, having a night of drinking beer and watching the game. Now you won't necessarily deepen conscious masculinity by hanging out, but when you introduce structure, which means, okay, we're going to have 10 minutes of silent sitting. Um, we're going to, every man's going to have two minutes to check in. Then we're going to, you know, when, when and then things, we're going to have a subject to talk exactly, about. Exactly, but it's also done some in a sort of theme that we'll right, talk about today. Where you've got a talking stick, you know. So the element of structure, that's one thing that, that really works for men. Now, I'm not saying that women should not have structure. Women can benefit from structure too. But even if there's research, very good studies have shown that even when women get together, there was a beautiful study done in 1999 at UCLA when women get together and just hang out, drink a glass of wine, eat some nice cheese and talk about movies and feelings and, and, and relationships, their oxytocin levels will dramatically increase in an hour. That is not true for men. If men get together and hang out, their testosterone levels are almost unaffected. However, when men get together, and there's two elements that are important in a men's group that I've experienced. One is structure and the second is challenge which also doesn't work for women, okay? Did you mean to say when men get together, their oxytocin levels don't change? Also testosterone, if they just hang out, right. it takes a structured meeting to actually impact the biochemistry, right? But the other thing is challenge, right? Now, when women get together, because their well-being is more associated with oxytocin, listening, acceptance, oh, tell me more, how did that feel? That's going to cause them to return back to their natural heart, if men get together and just say, oh, tell me more, how did you feel, poor you, doesn't do much. What's needed is, an, is this balance, very important balance of acceptance and challenge. Now, if there's a challenge without acceptance, it becomes confrontational and cruel. But if there's acceptance without challenge, men don't grow. So it requires this disposition of, I hear what you're going through. I see that that's a challenge for you, brother, and I feel your pain and... 
I can also feel your deeper potential. I can feel what you're capable of, and I want to hold you accountable to the best man you can be. That mixture of I love you as you are, and I see I see the best in you. That when the, those two are present together, men really bring out the best now, in each in, other. In the challenging, one has to learn to be skillful with Very that. Skillful. There, Very it, skillful. It, it, you just have to learn not to give advice unless somebody wants to hear it. So I'll be in my man's group. I say, okay, I got a point of view on this. I got to say it if you want to hear it. But it's always asking for permission before you say what you think. And you're not attached to that person changing. You see, if my wife is giving me advice, she's very attached to giving me that advice. I'm not attached. When he's talking about acceptance, this is one of the powerful things that happens when men get together, which is why it's a growth experience. Mm -hmm. And that is men are doing their jobs. Okay, we'll call that masculine, the side of them. When you get together, talk about your life. You're not on a project to make money. You're just talking about your life. It allows you to go to your more feminine side. It allows you to be a blend of masculine and feminine. Acceptance is actually the feminine energy, is to be accepting of what is. I mean, think about it. That's when a woman decides, okay, I can trust this man. She accepts him into her life. So that acceptance, appreciation, trust, we get together as men because we have the same experience in life. And on certain levels, we accept each other. We understand by, and we can appreciate what you went through. You know, if I say what happened today, my wife said this, or this happened in my job. Every man has been through that. Yeah. So So there's a validation. There's a validation and there's an appreciation that he, you know, what he, that he still loves his wife, that he can handle it and, and he can make jokes about it. So for me, it's like one of my favorite things is to say exactly what I feel with my men and also laugh about it. You see, it's like, but if I said, if I said this stuff to my wife, it would, I would need to edit it. I would have to be always be in consideration of, am I hurting her feelings? Is she going to feel judged? Is she going to feel criticized? So it's unedited. And, and pe- women often in the past, when they didn't want men to have men's clubs and all that, there was all this jealousy and men are getting together to talk. Yeah, men talk differently when women aren't around. But guess what? Women talk differently when men are not around. We know that to be the case completely. Is you need to have a place where you can be not so politically correct, but you can lay yourself out there. But the key with the men's group is your intent is always to honor each other, see the best in each other. And if a person's married, to also honor that they're in a good relationship or the potential of that relationship. And if it's a dysfunctional relationship, to encourage him to leave. Which is, you know, sometimes what you have to do. Yes. And one final thought, Uh, Arjuna. Sure. You know, John and I have been in the same men's group now for eight years. And I'm thinking there's one man in that men's group where he and I were like oil and water. We just rubbed against each other. And he, he just saw a ton of things that were not, you know, up to the mark in me. I saw the same in him. And it was often a question, can we even be in the same men's group together? But somehow over the years, that kind of disharmony and judgment of each other turned into supporting each other to be at our best. And I started to see his, his, his criticism of me was actually calling me to a higher level of integrity. My criticism of him was calling that out. Just the other day, I called him up and really, in some ways, we've, we've, we've actually achieved a, a higher level of friendship and integration and respect that we've called out the best in each other. That's so wonderful. I really thank you both for sharing this. And I really encourage any listeners, and especially our, our male listeners, to please pick up the book, look at the suggestions. It's also for women, too. And I want to remind our listeners that you have wonderful suggestions for women in this book of how, how to 
to work with conscious men uh, and to re really enhance their consciousness in that way. So I want to thank you both for being with us today on the New Dimensions Cafe. It's been an honor. A real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Dr. John Gray and Arjuna Arda. They are the co-authors of Conscious Men. And if you want to know more about the work of Conscious Men, you can go to the website consciousmen.com. And on this website, there's a free five-day mini course that you can take. So uh, check that out. Or you can go to marsvenus.com also for more information. Or you can get to either of those websites through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe. And please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.